Mental health is a difficult field to navigate. Everybody's mental health is different, so certain solutions may not work for you. Mental health is complicated, it's confusing, it's difficult to understand, and often it feels easier to do nothing at all. Unfortunately, bettering our mental health is necessary and also requires active effort. Today, let's identify the difference between passive and active recovery, how we can make the switch, and overall, how it will benefit our lives. My name is Ethan Jewell, and welcome back to another episode of Feel Your Feelings. I've been on a self-improvement journey for the past two years, but I've really been focused in for the last six months. And let me tell you, it's not easy. As somebody who has essentially made depression and anxiety and just general sadness a big part of their personality for the last four to five years, I can tell you that recovering from that and improving my mental health has been one of the most difficult battles I've ever gone through. It isn't easy, and that's that's what people won't tell you about mental health. You know, they'll preach for mental health awareness, and they'll preach that you should take care of yourself and try to better your mental health, but they won't tell you just how difficult it is. We need to approach mental health from a realistic standpoint. Mental health isn't pretty, it isn't fun, and it's not easy to get over. Fixing your mental health doesn't just mean changing your mindset. It means changing physical habits, changing emotional habits, and adapting an entirely new mindset. That's what finally changed for me. I realized that in order to improve, in order to change, I needed to make an active effort to change. And when you're already depressed, that can be nearly impossible. People want to preach a very pretty and organized mental health agenda. They want to say that you just need to journal and go outside and go on walks and talk to a friend and that that will cure you, that that will make everything better. But if you have struggled with depression, if you've struggled with anxiety, you know that that's unrealistic. It is nearly impossible to get out of bed some days. It is nearly impossible to talk to other people. Frankly, most days, mental illness can feel unmanageable. So how are we supposed to go from this bad place? How are we supposed to take this lack of motivation, this lack of joy, this lack of anything, and how are we supposed to turn it into something positive? Well, that's a question I've been asking myself for the past several years. And in the last six months, I feel like I finally found what works for me. And I want to talk about the journey that I've been going on and how I am actively trying to recover from a battle with mental illness. However, before we dive into that, I want to clarify, I am not a professional. I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm just a normal guy who has been through this experience, has felt these big feelings, and wants to help you feel yours. So please, take what I say with a grain of salt and find what works for you. This is just based off of my own personal experience. Now, before I start talking about a journey on recovering and improving our mental health, I wanted to find two terms, two terms that I've already lightly used, and that is active recovery and passive recovery. These are two very, very different things, and you're going to run into both of them if you get serious about improving your mental health. Now, passive recovery is what I've been doing for the past two or three years. And to be honest, I feel as though this is where most people get stuck when they're trying to improve their mental health or they're trying to recover from a traumatic situation or a mental illness. 
passive recovery is very, very easy to fall into. It's a bit of a trap. This is what passive recovery looked like for me. I would wake up and I would watch videos about improving my mental health. I would make plans about how I'm going to improve my mental health. I would write in my journal and say, soon I'm going to start doing this or this, and I really think it's going to improve my mental health. I wasn't actively doing anything to improve my mental health. Instead, I continued to plan and I continued to hope and I continued to listen to advice and learn. And although there's nothing wrong with this, there's nothing bad about learning and, and making plans, it is bad if you never act upon these plans. Passive recovery can feel like real recovery because you're learning about your mental illness. However, this knowledge is semi-useless unless we apply it to an active recovery. So for two plus years, I learned a lot about my mental illness. I learned a lot about the struggles I went through. However, I didn't feel real change until I switched into active recovery. You see, active recovery is an entirely different ballpark and it is much more difficult. And that switch is what makes improving our mental health so very difficult. We have to become active. We have to actively fight the mental illness. We have to fight those difficult feelings in order to recover from them, in order to learn how to live with them, in order to overcome. And this isn't easy. So what does active recovery look like? Well, for me, it was a combination of things. You see, mental health and emotional stability is not one clear-cut thing. It's not one activity that we can start doing. There's not one routine that you can adapt in order to perfect your mental health. I like to think of it almost like a game of Jenga. You have to take out pieces of yourself and reframe them. You need to build upon a foundation and you need to do it all very delicately. Recovery from mental illness and mental health improvement will look different for everybody. It will look different for you. It will look different for a friend of yours, a family member, and it probably looked different for me. Switching to active recovery means trying things and figuring out what works for you. It means taking that first step. So what did that look like for me? What helped me was starting ridiculously easy. And I've talked about this before, and I will talk about it again. This is the best way you can start your journey on mental health improvement and the best way that you can switch to active recovery. Start very small. One of the reasons we stay in a passive mode, one of the reasons we always keep planning and learning is because mental health recovery is overwhelming. It sounds nearly impossible to fix our mindset and to become happier and to try to get rid of those difficult feelings. Going from the start to the finish like that sounds nearly impossible. Instead, you need to focus on the journey getting there. You need to take tiny, tiny, tiny steps. Expecting yourself to wake up tomorrow and have a perfect routine and be improving your mental health actively tomorrow is an unrealistic goal. That's like expecting a baby to go from barely being able to crawl to running a marathon overnight. It's super unrealistic. Humans are creatures of learning. Humans are creatures of adapting and understanding and making slow improvements. You are able to evolve, you are able to adapt, and you need to create room for you to do so. So start small. Wake up tomorrow and do one small thing that you think might help your mental health, whether it's taking care of your body, doing something for yourself physically, 
going on a walk or trying a really light exercise. Maybe it's just drinking a little bit more water. Or maybe you should do something for yourself emotionally or mentally, such as writing down a few sentences in a journal or having a short conversation with a friend. Whatever it is, start ridiculously small. Active recovery grows from habits, and habits grow from small tasks that you implement into your routine every single day. And it's going to feel silly. It's going to feel like it's doing nothing. But trust me, the snowball will slowly start rolling downhill and grow larger and larger. One year ago, I would not be able to imagine the things that I'm able to do today. One year ago, I would have thought that going to the gym and taking care of my body would have been nearly impossible. A year ago, making a meal for myself sounded overwhelming. A year ago, hanging out with friends was exhausting. And after a year of building small habits, a year of focusing on active recovery a little bit every single day, I can say that I am making leaps and bounds in improving my mental health. Once again, this is what worked for me and I'm still a work in progress. I'm not trying to claim that I know the secrets to everything or that if you do this, your life will suddenly switch around. I don't wanna claim that at all. I'm, I'm not some guru. I don't have the answers. I'm not a professional. However, I have experienced this. I have looked depression dead in the eyes. I have experienced some very, very deep lows. And frankly, I still do to this day. This past week, I have felt some of the old habits and old feelings of depression that I used to struggle with a lot. They came back in full swing, and it hasn't been easy. However, the difference between passive and active recovery means that I am able to fight these habits. I have developed routines over the past year or two that allow me to deal with those depressive feelings. Frankly, that depression will most likely always be there. What you can do is equip yourself to deal with it and equip yourself to live and coexist with it whenever it gets bad. That way, you can still enjoy life. You can still live life without depression pushing you down. You deserve that. You deserve to live a life not controlled by your mental illness, but instead one that is controlled by you. So I challenge you to try to start building these habits, to try to start ridiculously small and begin to build a routine from the ground up. Become active in your recovery. I believe in you. I did it and I have seen incredible changes and I know that you can do it too. That's gonna wrap it up for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you need help feeling your feelings, check out my music on all platforms under the name Ethan Jewell. Also, shoot me a message on my Instagram at jewelboy underscore boy with an I and let me know what you thought about today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for understanding that you need to start ridiculously small. And as always, thank you for feeling your feelings. I'll see you next time.